is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time. Right now, Sean's here with the news. That's right, and uh, we finally have a budget, thankfully. And what does NASA have to say about UAPs and UFOs? They finally weighed in. I'm down with UAP. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) News is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. It's Pups for Peace Month. Bring your pup in and get posted to Facebook and Instagram. Plus, with the purchase of $10 or more, say Pups for Peace and get a free Dairy Queen Pup Cup. Yeah, some good news. We do finally have a budget. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin signed a bipartisan state budget yesterday. Uh, I got some audio here from his signing. May the funds be used to press Virginia forward in an unprecedented way. And everybody claps. Yeah, why don't you uh, just buy beers for everybody? Come on, man. <laughs> well, in a way. Let's do it. Uh, it's providing a, well, $1 billion in tax relief and boosts. A uh, large part of that uh, $1 yeah. billion is actually through the one-time tax rebates that we're all going to be getting, apparently. I like this. $200 for individuals, $400 for joint filers, so not mm-hmm. mad about that. Yeah. Uh, the budget also raises the standard deduction, removes the age requirement for a military retiree tax benefit, and reinstates a popular back-to-school tax holiday. The one we've all been looking, uh, we were looking forward to earlier this month that we didn't get, or last month, I guess it was. Uh, but they did say that that's going to be happening in late October now. The uh, the tax free, uh, yeah, holiday for well, kind of misses spending. the back to school. But, yeah, but if anybody still needs know. anything, they can take advantage of it. Yeah, at least well, and actually, it covers hurricane supplies and some other things. Yeah, there were a few other. But things. But there's a dollar limit on this, without a doubt. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you know what it is? Uh, offhand, no, it wasn't. I the think story it's three hundred bucks. Okay, I'll check it and make sure I have. Like it you next can't time, buy right. a generator and not pay taxes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too big. You can't they, get a whole house generator and not pay tax. It is by a car. It yeah. is within limits, and I think yeah. it always has been. But I, I you, think you, it's three hundred bucks. Yeah, but uh, that being said, yeah. they will get to use that in October, and then it'll go back to its normal spot. Uh, the budget also boosts spending on public education and mental health, and the copper mine was seen as overwhelmingly uh, positive. It was adopted last week by the General Assembly, and uh, the governor signed it yesterday. Experts agree that while the process was delayed, the budget landed at a good compromise for everybody. So. Good, good place for us to be right now. Good. Uh, it's uh, just a heads up. Uh, you may have heard uh, Rumble mentioning F-18s and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. The air show is back this weekend. Uh, the stars of that are going to be the U.S. Navy's flight demonstration team known as the Blue Angels. Uh, since 1946, they've been flying around impressing everybody, and they're going to mm-hmm. do it again this year. Several team members actually are from Hampton Roads. Yeah, isn't that cool? Which makes it really cool. It's, it's special yeah. for them. They spoke to Channel 13. Growing up in Williamsburg, I always knew about the Oceania Air Show. I've been to it a few times. It's, it's really rewarding getting to see the crowd and especially coming home. All of our friends, a lot of our family are here, so it, it makes it really special to be back here. Yeah, they were really excited about the prospect of being in front of family and friends. Uh, and this year, the theme is 50 Years of Women in Naval Aviation. Uh, and that's really well represented because, for the first time, there is a woman on the Blue Angels, Lieutenant yeah. Commander Amanda Lee. So congratulations to her. That'll be very cool for her. Yeah. means a lot to a lot of people, including retired Captain Mary Louise Griffin, who back in 1972 was among the first eight women selected to be naval aviators. Uh, she spoke about how what that means as well. It is wonderful to see young women having the opportunities they do and working together with the young men seamlessly. It wasn't that way in the beginning. Again, the air show is free and open to everybody if you want to go check it out. Uh, Gates will be open on Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m., and then the flying starts at 10. So I got a buddy that uh, was a naval aviator, and his two daughters are currently helicopter pilots in the Navy, and he sent a video around yesterday. The one has become like the poster child for this. Oh, wow. In in her unit. She's women Navy. Yeah, I, and they made a, a, a really nice video out of her. Well, that's pretty cool. We're talking about her service yeah. and, and the group that she works with and everything. It's just badass because I've known these girls since they were little girls. Yeah, of course. The one that they both danced with Molly back in the YMCA days. Right. 
I mean, we've been friends for, you know, 20 years, it seems like. That yeah. That's very cool. Very Pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make mention of this because we'd had it sent to us. Uh, Captain C- uh, Christopher Horgan will be relieved by Captain Daniel A. Patrick as commander of Naval Weapons Station Yorktown today. Uh, that ceremony is going to take place at 10 a.m. at the King's, uh, King's Point on... Uh, is it Cheatham Annex? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Cheatham? Cheatham Annex. I've actually never yep. heard, I'd heard it said out loud before. I've seen it in writing, and I got very nervous just in a second ago. Oh. Uh, but uh, Horgan assumed command of uh, uh, in 2021, and it says during his tour, he supported a full spectrum of weapons movements, completed multi-million dollar projects, and reestablished partnership with community leaders. Uh, and they uh, they wanted to make sure they said a sincere thank you to Captain Patrick. Been to a couple well. of these. It's pr- quite the shindig. To, uh, yes. Uh, Captain Patrick is stepping in, and they're thank you. To, they're thankful to have him there. Uh, Horgan will be moving on. As a matter of fact, his next duty station will be commander at Submarine Force Atlantic in Norfolk, Virginia. Well, traditionally, at the end of the air show, right around there, that change of command takes place. Well, there you go. Okay, that, so. that, that they, like uh, that's interesting. from uh, Oceana would then be thrown. In. I watched. I watched a guy th- literally throw the keys to somebody once. Really? Yeah, they did it. <laughs> they did the change of command in airplanes. Oh, and when they got back so on the ground, cool. he throws him the keys and he goes over to the beer keg. <laughs> like, I'm done. That yeah. is really, really yeah, cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, but I just wanted to make mention of that because we'd had it uh, so sent to us. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that on the schedule, but the, traditionally that has happened at the end of the air show. Like, that's your last big to-do. Interesting. Don't I, know if that's true this year or not. I had not noticed yeah. that, or I'd known that. And I'd been to it several times, but I was yeah. a kid for most of them. Uh, big national news, about 13,000 U.S. auto workers stopped making vehicles and headed for the picket lines uh, this morning after their leaders couldn't get a uh, deal worked out with the Detroit three automakers. Uh, the United Auto Workers Union went on strike against General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis simultaneously for the first time in its 88-year history as four-year contracts with the companies expired last night. The limited strike at different assembly plants in Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri will set up the future for the union and America's auto industry at this point. Uh, labor is uh, they're going through this issue with labor right now at the same time they're trying to make the transition to electric vehicles Jim Farley who's actually the CEO of Ford uh, spoke with CNBC about why they just can't seem to get together on these uh, these demands if we signed up for the UAW's request uh, the average pay would be nearly three hundred thousand dollars fully fringed for a four-day work week wow. there's no way we can be sustainable as a company yeah, so he's wow. just not doing it. I'll take that. Yeah, right? No kidding. I'll take that. Uh, he also said that two weeks yeah. ago they sent a new uh, contract to the UAW and have not gotten a counteroffer from them in all that time. Yeah, uh, well, the, everybody's going to have a side to this. Of course they are. Yeah. Uh, but some of the big things that yeah. they're, uh, they're still far apart on are pay increases proportional to executives' raises, uh, the removal of what the union considers a tier system that makes earning top wages uh, take at least eight years, uh, the 32-hour work week, they want that, and the restoration of traditional pensions and cost-of-living raises. So they want all that worked back in, and apparently they're still pretty far apart on some of that. Well, when you ask for 40% increase, yeah, uh, you're going to be far apart. Far, uh, Yeah. far. <laughs> we don't have that built into the plan. I think the one, th- the one deal I saw that they had sent back to them was like a 20% increase, which is still a pretty good yeah. increase, all things well, considered. Lot. Yeah, yeah, all things that'd considered, be a great increase. Uh, but apparently, yeah. not anywhere near what they're looking for. So, uh, yesterday it was Mexico. Today it's NASA. NASA says the study of UFOs will require new scientific techniques, including advanced yes. satellites, as well as we're going to have to shift how we view these things because there's a bit of a stigma attached to it. Oh, if you saw one, there's something yeah. wrong with you. You're a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. You know, close encounters. It's all a big joke. It's a, yeah, exactly right. Do-do-do. The space agency released their findings yesterday after a year-long study into UFOs. (laughs) An independent team commissioned by NASA 
cautioned that the negative perception around UFOs poses an obstacle to collecting reliable data. Because yeah, some sure. people won't want to come forward about it. There are many topics that are stigmatized. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Think about uh, all the drugs that never have been studied for their medicinal use because there was a stigma attached to them. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, there, any number of things fall into these categories, but yeah. yeah. Uh, officials do say that NASA being involved in this whole process, though, helps reduce the stigma since they're taking it seriously. Well, Why wouldn't other have, people? And, and they, they, some would say they bring credibility. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they do lend. I hope <laughs> that you are amongst the some that would say that. But you know, there's always going to be naysayers. Of course, there was. There's always going to be people that yeah. the whole thing's fake. Uh, I don't know why we spend money on this. In fact, I don't even know if we're actually spending money on it, or if the whole thing's a charade. That's right. It's all never landed up. on the moon. Yeah, nothing about Mars. The whole thing. It's you know, it has to do with the Kennedy assassination somehow, and I, I'm not <laughs> sure what. This is like the fifty thousand dollar hammer and the hundred thousand dollar toilet yeah, seat. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's cover for something yeah. else. All things a movie set. That's right. Uh, the panel says NASA can model how to best approach study of UFOs and UAPs through transparent reporting, rigorous analysis, and public input. Uh, basically, their general consensus was that they can't explain to you what UAPs are, but they, no, don't, they why... don't think they're from this planet, or they don't think they're from somewhere off this planet. Off the planet, yeah. Right, so they think they're Earthbound still. Sure. But... So, uh, all right, so let's look at the likely suspects. North Korea, <laughs> uh, Russia, China. China, the most likely. Yeah, most likely, I would say. Uh, they do say that most of them can probably be explained by earthly phenomena like planes, balloons, and weather and things of that nature. Now, that being said, I would argue there was yeah. that one video. There's still that one that we saw um, that they brought up last month at the uh, congressional hearings mm -hmm. where um, he used, they, the pilot himself sees it out of the cockpit. Right. And he's trying to chase the thing, and it takes yeah. off. And I'm like, well, that's a little weird. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, There's and it's still unexplained. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Uh, I trust the I trust the pilot ones because those guys know from speed. Yes, exactly. You know, they're not on the ground looking at a, an mm -hmm. object in the air that's moving, and that and you know they deal in speed. Exactly right. Yeah. If I can't run this thing down in in it some of our best moving. technology, yeah. Wow, we've got a problem. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Uh, you brought up Mars, by the way, and the NASA's Perseverance rover has made a pretty big discovery. Yeah. Uh, it uh, carries a lot of equipment there on the, on Mars, and one of those things is called MOXIE, the Mars Oxygen in Situ Res uh, Resource Utilization Experiment, the whole point being to see if we can make oxygen on Mars. Okay, uh, rather than have to bring it there. Exactly. That would be the whole purpose, because right. in, in addition to breathing it, it's used for fuel and things of that nature. Oh, that's a good point. So they say yeah. they actually would need a lot of this, so mm -hmm. it would be a big deal. Yeah. Uh, the team says Moxie has been a huge success generating even more oxygen than they, than they anticipated at this point. They said that during 16 cycles, which they didn't specify what a cycle is, but I'm going to go ahead and point out it's been up there for like two years. Yeah. Uh, 16 cycles, they say that Moxie yielded 12 grams of oxygen per hour at 98% uh, purity, which is twice as much as their goal. So throughout their whole run, it was able to do 122 grams of oxygen, wow. which is about as much as a dog breathes in 10 hours. Okay. So, But remember, it's not a, you know, it's no. a... It is a small piece. Vacuum cleaner sized unit. Or of this, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a small piece of this rover. Right. So they were, this is kind of an in theory thing. So now sure. they, they know they can do it. What they do is they pull the uh, carbon dioxide out of the air because that's primarily what the atmosphere is there. Uh -huh. They pull the carbon dioxide out of the air. They use some kind of a, dev a device to uh, superheat it to about 1400 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And then that separates that from the oxygen. All right. And then they were able to separate. That's amazing. Yep. So that's amazing. I, I just looked the stat up. Only twenty one percent of the air that you breathe is actually oxygen. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's relatively low. Right. So right. You, you know what I mean. You can see that 
maybe there's a way to make, you know, make this happen. Oh, yeah, and their argument is that, again, like you said, yeah. much very small machine, only done for this certain purpose. Sure. Uh, if they were going to actually dedicate a huge machine to this, right. they could probably get more out of it than that, you know, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the idea. And, again, this is for well in the future, but it gives them hope for it being able to make it on Mars as opposed to having to bring a bunch of it with them. Okay. Because, as we know, every, like, square pound or something like that or whatever it is on the rockets. Ounce. Ounce, yeah. $10,000 an ounce. Yeah, $10,000. And then I read today... Uh, I got this when I, I toured NASA a few years ago. They, so at, at the time, they said it was $10,000 an ounce to send something into space. Yeah. And I read a fun fact today that Scott Kelly, the astronaut, you know, one of the twins, uh, he's, he actually snuck a gorilla suit up to the International Space Station and just put it on one morning. Now, he had to do that with them knowing. I was going to say. Have you seen the video for this? No. Is there a video? Uh, yeah, I'll look it up for you. Oh, what? fantastic. <laughs> I have to see that. Because you know what? Morale counts. Ask anybody in command anywhere. Morale counts. And if you've been up there and I'm seeing the same five faces, and this place smells like an armpit, <laughs> which it, which it does. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can look it up. Yeah. The, everybody to a person said you get, the smell's the thing you got to get over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you go nose wine, but right. but to to have a guy just show up like that one day, just you know, come out of his rack the next morning, bounding about as, as like the grape <laughs> ape, kind of funny. That's yeah. pretty great, actually. I'm jealous of that. Did you post this video? Not yet. There's an ad I want to show. To oh, you. okay, great. <laughs> oh, All right, of cool. course there's an ad. Why but, wouldn't but there do be? Do post an ad? the video. Oh, without a doubt. All right, let me see. Oh, Rumble's taking there a peek is. now. All right, so there's one of the astronauts. One of the astronauts is uh, floating uh, through the International Space Station. Doing some sort of paperwork, you can see the uh, the on the far end. This thing is linear, so it lays out, right. you know, left to right horizontally. Right. And he's floating around. He's trying. He's wrestling this big box, whatever this container is. It makes it look like it just came off of uh, like a, a shuttle of supplies and whatnot. Okay. You know? And in just a moment, I'm sure this box is going to pop open. But by God, we're having a, we're taking a long time to get there. There he comes. Holy moly. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a full-on gorilla yeah. suit, and he comes busting out of this box, yeah. and, <laughs> and he is chasing this dude. You're not supposed it, dude, to see gorillas in space. No. Yeah. Could you imagine a more horrifying scenario? No, and, and, and this guy is, whoever the other astronaut is, is booking, because he yeah, just does not know out. what this is about. <laughs> You're in space. Wow. Why is there a gorilla? And by the way, get a load. Uh, at first, I thought they sped up the motion. Yeah. They're, they can move. The, the rate of speed that they are floating through this thing is incredible. Oh, really? Yeah, faster than you could run. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like jets. And the only reason I know it's not sped up is that the box is floating in slow motion behind them. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get it queued up to the right There's place. the giant box. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, again. It's going to be a minute here. Now, he's going to come busting out of here. Oh, my goodness. Now, look how fast he is. Now, yeah. the box is slow, but look how quick he is. And in just a second, you are going to see somebody hauling ass. <laughs> look at that. Dude, that's... Wow. I can't believe you, you got to see it on the... Right. Uh, go uh, Post that, if you yes, would, Reen, and we'll, I will. the Rumble Morning Facebook page of the See It Now tab of our FM99 app. That's that, well worth a look. That's anyway, pretty fantastic. Smuggled right? it up there. <laughs> with nice. And actually, that segues nicely because we go from scientific developments and yeah. uh, humor to the Ig Nobels, which bring the two, th the two together. Ah, uh, this is great. The Ig Nobels are a prize that are given out for humorous scientific feats. 
Yeah. And the winners of the 33rd annual ceremony have been announced. Uh, among the winners, I picked out some of the good ones, okay. was uh, uh, Jan Zaleswicz from Poland, who earned the Chemistry and Geology Prize for explaining that scientists need to lick rocks. Why? He says it is Mineral part content? of the tried and much tested techniques used to help survive in the field. Uh, wetting the surface allows for fossils and mineral textures to stand out sharply. Okay. So there you so go. So if you just put a little spit on it. There you go. Works in a lot of situations. It do- <laughs> does. Yeah, a little spit. Uh, at Rice University, they won for the uh, Mechanical Engineering Prize for reanimating dead spiders to use a mechanical gripping tool. They reanimated dead spiders? Yes, they did. As grabbers? Yes, they did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just terrifying. They do that at Rena's apartment? I was getting... Yes. <laughs> yeah, did they? Oh, okay, they were there. Uh, at the Stan- Over at Spiderland? <laughs> at the uh, Stanford University of School of Medicine. The webs they- of Kempsville. They got the public health prize for work on the Stanford toilet. What? Which is a device that uses a variety of technologies, in- including a urinalysis dipstick. I had to say it slowly because I messed right. it up when all I read right, it before. Right. Yeah. Uh, they uh, have a computer vision system for defecation analysis and an anal print sensor with an identification Have camera. I not always said <laughs> that there is a unique twist that your colon puts on your turds, that much like bullets coming from a handgun that makes them unique to you? Rifling, I've baby. always said that. The That's rifling. right. Rifling. Yes, you uh, Said that often. often. And the uh, last I said two. said in a meeting the other day. The meeting was about health care. The last two I had yes. were uh, one from the University of California, Irvine, for using cadavers to explore whether there's an equal number of hairs in each of a person's two nostrils. We it, can't do this on live, people. Apparently not. All right. It does seem to be that they're pretty similar, though. We All have right. about 120 hairs per nostril. Yes. Uh, and finally, the physics prize for measuring the extent to which ocean water mixing is affected by the sexual activity of anchovies. Oh, man. Because that was important. <laughs> Water's got a kind of a wang to it. It's a little bit today. A little bit. Salty. Yep. Yeah, I wonder why the ocean is so salty. <laughs> More than usual. Yeah. Uh, today, it's going to be sunny with a high near 77. Uh, tonight, clear with a low around 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 82. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 84. Last check, it's only 67 degrees outside. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. All right.